Welcome to the Plus Six Podcast. My name is Pete and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. This is a solo podcast for a review of round two. The podcast record date is Monday night, March 29. This is episode 70. Five round two takeaways. I mentioned on episode 69 that taggers or callers are potentially back and we have seen a few more in round two. Uh, the notables for round two were Marco Corner and Lockie Neal and Sean Burgoyne on Dustin Martin. Be aware of midfielders being tagged until further notice. Number two, average disposals are down. 2019, the average after round two was 374.3 per team and 372 for the 2019 home and away season. In 2021, same game length, we are currently at 367.3 disposals per team average. Number three, in 2019, the average fantasy team points per team after round two was 1,549.6 points. The 2019 home and away season was 1,567.3 points. In 2021, we are currently tracking at 1,519 points, and that is a regression right there. Number four, game scoring. In round one, it was 84.9 points per team. And round two, it was 83.8 points per team. And that's a season average of 84.4 points. In the 2019 home and away season, the average was 80.4 points. So just under an extra goal per team, which looks promising. Number five, inside 50s regressed in round two. And in round one, we were at 55.7 inside 50s per team average. Round two, that regressed to 52.7. And that's a season average of 54.2. In the 2019 home and away season, it was 51.9. So again, a promising start. But if AFL coaches are reducing that number, it means the ball is getting stuck somewhere. Again, it's only a two-round sample size. And... I believe expect AFL coaches to make adjustments over the coming weeks and as we get to the middle part of the season and even towards finals I think that's going to look quite different some of these numbers. Okay game by game review, Uh, nine games to go through here, we're going to do five takeaways per and add some notes at the end. So Collingwood versus Carlton, five takeaways. Carlton have conceded 105.5 points per game, as rank equals 16. Collingwood are averaging 7.7 disposals per inside 50. That is rank 16. So that's slow ball movement to get the ball inside 50. So they're one of the slowest teams, which is good for fantasy. And Brody Grundy uh, was back to normal. Uh, game scoring was a little bit higher in round two against Carlton. And he scored 122 points. So back to some sort of normal situation there for Brody Grundy. 
Jordan Degoe spent a fair bit of time forward against a leaky Carlton defence, and he scored 90 points, four goals in amongst that. So he probably still looking at a split midfield forward role. And Nathan Buckley did say today at his press conference, it will adjust per game. Zach Williams, in his first game for Carlton, he did play a fair bit through the midfield. Um, his scoring rate was quite low, 63 points. Now, Blues coach David Teague was impressed with his uh, stoppage work, so that's a positive for continuation of his midfield usage. And hopefully the scores come sooner rather than later. Okay, just some notes on this game. Brody Grundy, Jordan Degoe, um that was missing from training today. Um, they go cover test, which is quite normal. And they had a cold, which is quite normal, so they need to avoid training. Um, Nathan Buckley said, uh, pretty much he said they're playing this Thursday, so I don't think there's any issue there. Uh, but obviously, as news comes to hand, uh, make necessary adjustments. And Chris Main and Nathan Murphy were training in a black jumper today, so there's a potential um, inclusion, either one of those two, maybe even two, uh, for this week against Brisbane on Thursday night, which has been moved to Marvel Stadium. Okay, on to Geelong and Brisbane. Five takeaways. Geelong, 49.5 inside 50s average per game. That is rank equal 15. Brisbane, 5.3 disposals per inside 50. That is very efficient. That is rank number one. So low disposal count to get the ball inside 50. And again, Brisbane are a low disposal team. They're averaging 287.5 disposals per game, which is ranked 18th, and that is extremely low in normal game length. Lockie Neal, he was tagged, as I mentioned earlier, by Mark O'Connor, and he scored just 51 points. He did uh, start some quarters outside the center bounds, so that was to get him away from the tag, and Mark O'Connor then went straight to Dane Zorko. So it's just some sort of adjustment there for Lockie Neal, uh, for those starting Lockie Neal, just to be aware that teams could target him um, to take out their best midfielder, of course. Okay, on to Geelong. No Patrick Dangerfield in round two, and Cam Guthrie would see a high midfield usage, and he scored 117 points, and that's along with uh, Joel Selwood there, he scored 104 points, and with uh, Dangerfield out, uh, Selwood straight into the middle at a high rate, and he scored quite well. Just keep an eye out for the Oscar McInerney injury this week. Um, he did come off with a ankle or foot injury uh, in round two, so the Lions might need to make an adjustment there for their round three team. Okay, on to Sydney versus Adelaide. Five takeaways. Sydney are averaging... 123 points per game in the AFL, and that is rank number one. Adelaide are averaging 316 disposals per game. That's quite low, and that is rank 17. Braden Campbell did some nice work off halfback for this ones. He was used in quite a number of chains coming out of defence, and he scored quite nicely, 96 points. Errol Gordon... Uh, Obviously impacted well in the forward line, but he did see a lot of lot of mark up, uh, move up to the win mark mark type scenario. So he was used on the outside there quite often, moving outside forward fifty up 
to be part of the chain to move the ball forward. And he scored quite nicely again, 93 points. Sam Berry uh, could have actually kicked four goals on the weekend, scored 67 points, so uh, four makeable goals, and he missed those, unfortunately. But he's pretty much at this stage got a low disposal count, but his tackle uh, numbers are quite high, so he should be able to keep those scores ticking along. And again, uh, the Crows are quite positive on his impact through the midfield. On to Port Adelaide versus Essendon, five takeaways. Port Adelaide are averaging 404 disposals per game. That is ranked three. Essendon are conceding 417.5 disposals per game. That is ranked 18. And obviously, I'll get onto this in a minute, but with no Jai Caldwell and Dylan Shiel, expect the Bombers to get torched in that midfield over the coming weeks. Okay, Zach Butters, he did see an increase in uh, centre bounce and midfield usage this week. And in a pretty soft matchup, he scored quite nicely 119 points. Jordan Ridley, obviously, with the Bombers conceding uh, quite a big score. Uh, what will happen there is that there'll be a lot of traffic into the Bombers' defence, and that's where Jordan Ridley comes in. He scored quite nicely for 109 points. And Nick Hine, that quarterback type role for the Bombers, so he's um, just in the ball coming out of defensive 50 uh, to one flank or the other, or through the midfield, straight down the corridor. Um, he's been used quite often and a nice score last week of 83 points. So uh, obviously he did play forward as a small forward at the Saints and he's gone back to the Bombers and playing a halfback type role. Just some notes there for both teams. Sam Draper, ankle injury, he's out for the long term. Uh, potentially to see an increase usage in the ruck for Peter Wright. And there's also a potential Nick Bryan could see his AFL debut at some stage. Jai Caldwell, as I mentioned, and Dylan Scheel. Um, they're at long-term injuries there, both of those. So expect high midfield usage in the coming weeks for Darcy Parrish, Andrew McGrath, and Zach Merritt. And for Port Adelaide, Connor Rosie is available for round three. On to St Kilda versus Melbourne. Five takeaways. St Kilda are averaging minus 25 disposals per game against opponents this season. Melbourne are conceding 18.0 scoring shots per game. That is ranked number one. Um, Max Gorn had a good outing in round two. Uh, it was a favourable matchup against Paul Hunter, and that was expected that he would see a pretty decent return, and he scored 108 points. Clayton Oliver's getting it done early in the season. Another huge score for him, uh, 130 points for the midfield. And James Jordan has seen some centre bounce and midfield usage. Obviously had a pretty um, pretty good pre-season. And Simon Goodwin wanted to see him used early in the season. And he's putting up the fantasy scores. A nice score of 105 points for him in round two. Just for notes to look out for for Melbourne. Uh, look out for Jack Volney to see an increase in his game time over the coming weeks. He only played 66% of game time in round Two, Brad Crouch uh, returns for the Saints this week, and Paddy Ryder and Rowan Marshall are both on the radar to return in the next two to three weeks, so just keep an eye out for that. Gold Coast versus North Melbourne, five takeaways. Gold Coast are the only team to have recorded 100 uncontested marks in both games this season. 
North Melbourne are conceding 407.5 disposals per game. That is ranked 17. Noah Anderson is playing more inside midfield and set of bounces this season and scored 120 points in a pretty much a soft matchup against the Kangaroos. Uh, again, 120 points there. Jed Anderson, his first game of the season for the Kangaroos. Uh, he was fantastic through that midfield role. He recorded 14 tackles and that was for 127 points. And in wet conditions, uh, Jaden Stevenson did struggle. He did play more of a half-forward flank role. I uh, did see a lot of opportunities to get the ball, but obviously wet conditions didn't suit his game. I think long-term, he's still going to be okay. Uh, just some notes there for both teams. Uh, North Melbourne, Ben Cunnington uh, will return for round three, according to senior coach David Noble this week. And Will Phillips is progressing nicely at a VFL practice match level. Connor Butterick and Sam Day will be sole on with knee injuries. So obviously there are a couple of opportunities there at the Suns uh, long term pretty much. And so Hawthorne versus Richmond, five takeaways. Hawthorne are averaging 400 disposals per game. That is ranked number four. Richmond are holding opposing teams to 9.0 disposals per inside 50. That is ranked number one. So that's the Tigers holding a team up so they don't get the ball inside 50. So that means additional disposals for opposing teams there. Tom Mitchell scored 111 points. He did struggle through his preseason, but he's put together a couple of nice games to start the season. Dustin Martin, he was tagged by Sean Burgon, as I mentioned earlier. Scored 100 points there. So that's just something to keep an eye out for teams potentially starting to tag. Dusty, and it actually didn't matter against the Hawks. He still got the numbers done. And so Tom Phillips did obviously play a lot on the outside again this week, and he posted a nice score at 84 points. Uh, he was still involved there, so his score is going to fluctuate, but I still think he's going to put up a nice return over the course of the season. On to the Western Bulldogs versus West Coast. Five takeaways. Bulldogs are averaging 435.5 disposals per game. That is ranked number one. West Coast recorded just 312 disposals in round two against the Bulldogs. Andrew Gaff, bit of concern here for Gaff and his role this year. Uh, he scored just 60 points. Uh, both games this year, he's looked non-existent pretty much in the first half. When that game got a little bit contested late against the Bulldogs... Uh, he did impact a little. So a couple of things here on Gaff. His running patterns seem to be a little bit dif different this year. Additionally, the extra length player West Coast and players have to kick in from a point. Um, so an extra few metres so the ball can now hit the middle of the ground. So instead of hitting Gaff up out into a pocket or into the 50 metre defensive line, for a plus six and then move it up and get another plus six he's missing out altogether so if his running patterns have changed and he's not being used out of defense uh, scores could be quite low and we do know he has a low ceiling on to marcus bontempelli so a great start to the season scored 117 points obviously high midfield usage uh, for the bulldogs and center bounces there so again 117 points and i was saying for josh dunkley uh, high midfield usage again so he's going to be used at a high rate this year um, his scores are going to flow out quite nicely so I don't think there's that much of an issue there with Adam Trelaw coming in who's seen 
a little bit more inside usage there in round two, uh, but was played mostly on the outside. It's working well for the Bulldogs, and again, they're a high disposal team. Obviously, a lot of males to feed from fan- as far as fantasy points are concerned, but if they remain a high disposal team, I think those guys at the Bulldogs are going to get their numbers quite easily. On to Fremantle versus GWS Giants. Five takeaways. Fremantle are averaging 6.0 disposals per inside 50. That is ranked 7. So that is no slow ball movement so far this season for the Dockers. So that's a complete change from what we did see late last year. Slow ball movement, restricting opposition scores. So it looks like they've made the change there to be a little bit more efficient this year. On to GWS. They are averaging 357.5 disposals per game this year and that is ranked 13th so a bit of a surprise there I thought there would be a high disposal team at this stage they are ranked 13th so just on the GWS ball movement uh, it was pretty horrific there in round 2 against Fremantle so they're going to have to make wholesale changes to their game style and get a lot more connection between defence and midfield into the forward line but they are definitely struggling in regards to ball movement Onto Andrew Brayshaw, he's putting in a nice fantasy season to start the year. Uh, scored 127 points, obviously a high midfield usage there. Uh, against the Giants, actually turned out to be a pretty soft matchup, so he got that done quite easily. Adam Scherer, again, the same situation, high midfield usage, soft matchup, scored 98 points there. Onto Matt Flynn for the Giants, uh, he was actually pretty good against Lloyd Meek and Sean Darcy. Um, impacted well and kept the scores ticking over at a nice rate and scored 72 points there. Uh, just a couple of notes there. Um, on both teams, look for a potential response uh, with regards to team selection this year. Tom Green, who was omitted for round two, uh, should be on the radar for a return. And Nat Five uh, will miss round three with concussion. It'll be in concussion protocol. And we, obviously, we know that is 12 days at the moment. And if he clears that concussion protocol uh, he's able to play in round four being outside that 12-day period okay this season as you already know uh, there will be an extra plus six podcast every week and that is this podcast you have just listened to jeppa and i will return tomorrow night for episode 71 so this podcast right here it's designed to provide you extra information in order for you to make uh, informed decisions and take your game to the next level the solo podcast will drop late on Monday night, early Tuesday morning. And the podcast with Jeppa and I will be late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning. Okay, that's it for episode 70. Uh, thanks for tuning in.